The brands we love most are those with big hearts, those who do what's right even when it's a difficult thing to do, those who help those around them even when it hurts the bottom line, and those who stand for something and drive change even in the face of adversity. These are the brands that make the world a better place to live, and their stories must be told. In this podcast, we share their stories in hope that others will be inspired to follow. Welcome to Brand Heart. Hello and welcome to Brand Heart. I'm Jeff Friedman, your host, and today I'm here with Pat Ahern, CEO of Care Dimensions, and Jean Graham, the Senior Director of Marketing. Welcome. Thank you. Sure. Well, why don't we just start, if you can help, um, just tell the listeners, what is Care Dimensions? Care Dimensions is an organization that is um, a hospice care organization that also provides palliative care and home-based primary care to the community. On any given day, we're taking care of more than 2,500 patients. And um, we do this in about 95 communities. We are the largest hospice organization in the state of Massachusetts. And we are also one of the oldest and largest hospice organizations in the country. Um, we, We employ more than 700 employees And we are also um, grateful for the service and support of more than 600 volunteers. Wow, that's quite a large organization. And um, what you do is really important stuff. It's taking care of people. You know, obviously you hear a lot about um, COVID and and hospitals and all that. A lot of people don't want to talk about kind of the, that last part of the journey of life. And it sounds like what you do is really make that um, as comfortable and um, as possible for people and their families. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, tell me, I mean, what's what's fascinating, I think, in the last year, I imagine it's been quite a uh, a toll on, on your, your business. I'm sure, it's, you know, it's changed a lot of things. How has COVID impacted, you know, what you guys do? You know, the work, um, the work of comforting and providing uh, support to families never really changes, does it? Mm. So the the what we do does not change, but boy, the how we do it sure changed a lot. Um, I remember early on, in as early as February, um, we were shopping like crazy for any kind of supportive equipment and and protective equipment for our employees. Um, Every conference room we've got now in our offices is full of boxes. Um, But we knew that um, the best shot that we would have at taking care of the people that needed us so badly uh, was going to be to be sure that our employees were protected and well cared for themselves. And so that became the very, very first priority for us. It's been a little difficult because um, some of the nursing facilities where some of our patients live we're having trouble allowing us into the facilities. And of course, we also know that those same facilities were not allowing visitors in. And so there was this, tra- this tragedy of people that were dying in facilities without their, without their loved ones. Eventually, our nurses were able to um, provide the kind of confidence to those facilities so that they would let the nurse in. And oftentimes it was the nurse who became the the last touch for so many patients and families. 
It was the wow. nurse holding up the um, the iPad or the smartphone so that families could see each other at the time of death. And so that, of course, was a very, very profound uh, difference for us. Uh, many, many of our patients uh, are actually in their own private homes, as most of them are living in their own homes. And so that became uh, a difficulty, too, because families were a little worried about the fact that our nurse had possibly been in four or five houses that day making visits. And how could we be sure that they were safe and she was safe? And so um, we, 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 we struggled through all of those dynamics. And at the end of the day, taking care of sick and sad people remains what we do. We do it really well and we found ways to accomplish it. Wow, that's, that's a lot. I mean, it just you know, hitting on a couple of those things you said, first of all, just the supplies. I mean, I remember in March, in February, the world was running around trying to get masks and gowns and sanitizer. And it sounds like you were ahead of the curve on some of yeah. that stuff. I was a survivor of, I ran a hospital during the worst time of the uh, AIDS epidemic. And so wow. I remember um, what, what a mess that was and how frightened everyone was because we simply didn't have what we needed for our employees. My first instinct was to just, you know, we, we just went shopping. You know, you mentioned you know, the supplies piece, but, you know, the nurses and, and I'm sure other caregivers on staff, they took on a whole other role. Like you just mentioned that they are the ones, they were the last touch, right, with the, with their patients instead of the mother or their or the daughter or the son or the father or, or somebody else being with them. They were they were there electronically and the nurses were there. Um, or even, you know, you mentioned how the patients were worried about the nurses coming. I can all, nursing and going into their home. I can only imagine the caregivers with their fear of going into five homes, right? right. And, and them getting it themselves. So I, talk, talk about kind of how you handled your own staff and easing those fears. And I mean, it sounds like, you know, you keep hearing about the caregivers are the superheroes in this whole thing. And it sounds like they've, they really stood out for you. And, and, you know, and just like all of us, they were afraid for themselves. They were afraid for their families. They, um, you know, most of them had children at home that, you know, they wanted to protect. And so it wasn't just that we just sort of gave them stuff to wear and suit up, but we also gave them a lot of um, emotional support. And we tried to do some fun stuff along the way. This Thursday night, we're having our second trivia night, the trivia Zoom party. Um, we did dance nights. We did music therapy nights for the employees. We've done as much as we could. Um, to, we, we had, a, we had a, um, a lottery at Thanksgiving time that we called a gratefulness lottery where all employees won something just to give them something to smile about. Right. That's great. And, and how, how is it, in fact, I mean, has it impacted staffing? Have people, you know, are you having a challenge recruiting people? You know, we actually are, um, we're doing very well with recruitment. We did have some employees that decided that they needed to retire and certainly that's understandable. And so we certainly, um, we wish them well. We've had vacant positions all along this time as we normally do in healthcare. And believe it or not, the single most important source of referrals to us for future employees is our own employees. We've hired more than a hundred employees in this year 
that, and almost all of them were re referred to us by our own staff um, because they were able to, to say to their friends and neighbors, this is, this is a good place to work. This is a place where they're really, really focused on me. That's great. That's so great to hear. How, what about, I mean, so you talked about how you're doing all these things for your employees, which is incredible and, and really important, right? They're the most important part of pretty much any business. What about the patients? How have you had to change the care for patients during this time? You know, one of the things that we did for our patients um, was some of our patients did not have smartphones or any kind of device where, that they could use for telemedicine visits or for, you know, just day-to-day -day conversations or Zoom sessions with their families. We happen to have a very large stockpile of recently used um, laptops and iPhones. And so we gave them to our patients and their families um, so that they could communicate with each other. Our music therapists made, uh, made uh, you know, sing along with Mitch kind of musical programs with the words, you know, streaming along on the bottom. And so the family could zoom in and have a sing-along. Um, I, I, I think there were, Gene, were there like a hundred of these? Yeah, they're, and they're super popular on our YouTube oh, yeah. channel. Yeah, we have a, um, our massage therapist taught families via Zoom how to massage their loved one, how to give a foot massage, how to give a self-massage. <laughs> we had child life therapists that were reading sensitive books um, for the, the children and the grandchildren of people that, um, that were enduring these losses. And so the staff really stepped up um, in, the, in very, very creative ways. That's and, incredible. That, that's great that you're doing that. Gene, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, and even little things like our staff were head to toe in PPE. And, you know, it was like, you know, for some patients, it was really disturbing. And so we even came up with big, big ID tags with the the, the, the staff members' faces on it so they could see that, oh, you know, that they're a real human. You know? Right. <laughs> and they could recognize Yeah, that's a great them. idea because the mask just covers our faces. You can barely that's see it. our eyes, right? Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Wow. That's really, I mean, I guess it also, you know, you not only do you have to be smart you have to be creative right i mean this is there's so much creativity that i'm hearing here not just to keep patients happy but to keep employees happy and and keep this the whole business alive how has i mean i imagine all of this stuff you know as with so many businesses like it's almost like you you have to run the entire business differently you have to learn how to do the business you're spending money on things you never thought you had to spend money on you need time instead of just caring for patients now you have time making videos and figuring things out it's like how does a business like yours sustain itself in a in an, a time like this yeah this is uh financially it's 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 been uh, it's been really difficult for us of course we did in the first round of stimulus uh allocations we did get a a, a surprise stimulus fund and that oh, helped through the first year but we're not expecting one for this year. And so I keep saying this year's budget sort of looks like a crime scene. Um, yeah. And this is what the rainy day money was for. Um, the people that have run this organization, our board of directors, the prior CEO, they did a fabulous job of stewarding our resources. And so we, we, can, we, can, we can soldier on and know that um, our mission is intact and we know what to do 
um, because be, because we we've been smart over these many years. Right. Well, it sounds like you're doing all the right things, and and again, putting people over profits. This is the time to do it. And and as we all know, um, at least many of us know that when you do that, it pays off at the end. That's how you keep people. It's all about relationships, and you're doing the right thing. So thank you for that, and I'm sure all your patients and your employees thank you um, from the bottom of their heart in all that. Um, I'm just curious in all of this, you've done so much. What is it that, you know, if I would ask in six months or I guess even now, what makes you the most proud? Yeah. Thank you for asking that because that's, that is the one, uh, the, the one beacon of light for me, at least. I think that when you, if you ask me a couple months from now, what I'm so proud about is the fact that we could have and did not make a choice to do any kind of furloughs or layoffs. Um, and we told our employees that from the start. I remember a meeting among our executive team in early March and we looked at each other and we said, we're not gonna lay people off. Um, and, and we didn't, and I will be the most proud of that. Yeah, and that's a tough decision. I, I don't think a lot of people necessarily know how tough of a decision that is. When you have a balance sheet that looks like a crime sheet, right? right? Um, that That is tough, but at the end of the day, it's not just the right thing um, for employees, but it's the right thing for your the people you care for, right? Less people means less ability to care. Yeah. And we told our employees that just because you're still working here doesn't mean your job may be exactly the same. So right. we had, yeah. had employees that that didn't have enough to do because they were working from home that um, that maybe we had them come into the office once or twice a week to put um, kits of protective equipment together. Um, we, had, we had all kinds of employees that were redeployed to do something else that they were capable of while they couldn't do their own jobs. Right. It kind of goes back to the creativity piece, right? I mean, you just need to think differently, right? It's, it's we have these resources, we have to get this done. And we, yeah. and, and we have to you know, maintain our mission of getting people through and comforting them in the toughest days of their lives. Yeah. And how do we do that with what we have? And, and I think from hearing this and speaking with you, not only do I hear the passion and the, and the, and the care and of that, but you, you did it, right? And so um, that's a, an amazing feat. And thank you for all that. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story today. I think it's just amazing. And it's and it's a part of this whole pandemic I think a lot of people don't necessarily hear about. By the way, if people do want to learn more about Care Dimensions, it's caredimensions.org. Is that correct? Correct. That's right. Excellent. Well, um, Pat and Jean, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great speaking with you today. And thank you again for all that you do. Thank you for listening to Brand Heart. We hope that today's episode inspired you to spread goodness and help those in need. If you know of a brand going above and beyond to help others, please share it with us via Twitter at showbrandheart. Brandheart is a production of Small Army, a Finn Partners company. To learn more, visit smallarmy.net or finpartners.com.